Manscaped has all of your men's grooming needs. I was actually just on the website today looking at their beard trimmer as uh, as my mm-hmm. time in uh, the Air Force is coming to a close. And I'm going to have to, you know, you know, find a way to keep that nice and trim. Mm-hmm. And they've got me covered. It's the Beard Hedger, a nice beard trimmer that has 20 different lengths. That's right. And it's all selected with a zoom wheel. Awesome. And it's going to be what keeps your man nice and clean. All that's going to be from manscaped.com. Use the code REF for 20% off and free shipping. 20%. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a good deal. Stoner. Yep. Two offensive coordinators were interviewed this week by the Washington Commanders. Decision is expected to happen here in the next couple of days, Mm -hmm. which way are you going? Do you even take one of the QBs you waited this long to interview? Are we, or should we prepare ourselves for a letdown and Shermer or Zampezi who were interviewed very early on? Yeah. Are the options. What, what, which way are you going with this one? Man, this is so hard to figure out. I, I mean, Obviously, the guys that they have interviewed haven't just blown them away to where they're going to say, okay, I don't need to talk to anybody else. There's obviously a connection between uh, Rivera and Andy Reid and then, therefore, Eric Bieniemy, which is going to give him the opportunity to uh, interview this week, tomorrow, I believe, on Thursday, right? But then you got Greg Roman, who's still out there. Which, by the way, he wasn't going to. He didn't want to interview with Washington, and I guess his options originally turned it down. Yeah, or maybe he just wasn't sure he wanted to coach. I don't know, but he did interview yesterday, I believe. Maybe it was today. I can't even remember. Get my days all mixed up. But I think it's going to come down to those two. I think it's going going to be if it does come down to those two. I think it's going to be Greg Roman. I'm just not sold on this whole idea that Biennemi is going to leave Kansas City for Washington. Okay? There are still a couple other openings left, right, for no, offensive coordinators? I, I, I'm fairly certain. Well, Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles, Eagles are now open. Now, right? Uh, but I think there's I think there's one or two others. How, how would that no go? Head coach. E- the Eagles just beats the bricks off of the Eagles yeah. with the second-half adjustments. If you listen – to Andy Reid, he said all that second half was EB mm-hmm. and gave a lot of praise there. So Does then why would they the let him Eagles? go? And then, well, so so I think there's a couple factors because that's been the big question. And some yeah, people that's my are starting question. to lampoon uh, people for for asking that because they're like, because EB, the enemy, isn't under contract with Kansas. That's State. right. Mm-hmm. Now. The reason why it's still a worthwhile question to ask, why would he walk away from that? Mm Because a lot of people just point, well, he's not under contract, so he's got to go somewhere else. No, he doesn't. Kansas City can still sign him. I think the reason why Kansas City doesn't sign him is because Eric, like Andy Reid wants to see, you know, remember we're a year removed from Andy Reid getting in front of NFL owners and saying, why haven't you given this guy a chance? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think Andy Reid legitimately wants Eric Bieniemy to be a head coach in the NFL. He's not okay. ready to give He's up. He's not going to be a head coach here. Spot. He's not going to be a head coach. Right. But Andy Reid sees this, and he said he's he said as much. Like Andy Reid's come out and said this. He's like he needs to go somewhere where he can prove that he's not 
living on my coattails. You know, he didn't use those words, but that's the, the sentiment that he was given was he needs a shot to be the guy somewhere. And this is where I think that it makes a lot of sense for Washington as far as, you know, Andy Reid and Ron Rivera are friends. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, they, they're talking about EB and you know that EB is a coach who, you know, the McCoy business where he, you know, gets in, pe- in players faces. He's kind of an old school kind of coach in that regard. Mm-hmm. And so I think he matches up with the mentality here. As far as leaving Kansas mm-hmm. City, I think it's really Kansas. Andy, like I said, Andy Reid is like, you need to leave here. And Andy Reid probably has half a dozen offensive minded coaches there who can take the role because. Andy Reid is really your offensive coordinator, right? You just need some guy to kind of go out there and, and do the, that side of the coaching when you're elsewhere, when you've got other things to focus on, cause you're the head coach, somebody during practice to do all that. So I don't think they need EB as much as EB has probably needed Kansas city. I agree about all that, that you said from the Kansas city side. Okay. They want to give him the opportunity to fly. Okay. They want to give him the opportunity to be the guy on the offensive side. I agree with all that. Andy Reid wants to get him promoted. I agree with that. He needs to be given the chance. I agree with all that. I don't understand why Eric Bieniemy, if given a choice, would come to Washington. I understand there's a lot of spin out there. Okay, and the spin is that he wants to go to a defensive-minded head coach so that that coach will leave him alone on the offensive side, right? That's a bunch of bull crap to me. If you're the offensive coordinator and you're leaving Kansas city to have more responsibility, then you're only going to go to a place, regardless of who the head coach is, you're going to go to a place that's going to give you the autonomy as offensive coordinator. Okay. No matter who the head coach is. Okay. So I, I totally throw that out. If he comes here, he has to look at the situation and understand the ownership situation to understand. You just had Sean Payton last week say that he's had prospective owners talk to him about possibly coming in to Washington as soon as they are named the owners. Okay. Why would Eric Bieniemy want to put himself in a situation where he's barely going to have one year on the job at best. He might not even make it to May. Okay. He might sign a contract and a new owner comes in next week or in two weeks. It's possible it's 10% or less. And he's out of a job again because the new owners come in and they want to tear the whole thing down. I don't think that's likely, but even if he makes it through the year, I just don't see a new owner coming in here and saying status quo, let's keep it the way it is. I just don't buy it. So he has to look at that and say, I'm going to go get a, basically a rookie quarterback, right? With an organization that's going to blow me out in a year anyway, pretty much no matter what I do, unless we go on a Super Bowl run, why would I go there? Why would I do that? For a, for a, a basically lot. a lateral move, and you can say it's more responsibility, but in the eyes of the NFL, that's a it's an OC to OC, OC yeah. to OC, unless unless they give him another title like assistant head coach. Yeah, which they probably would. 
and and a lot of people are bringing up the this from like Ant Man here. EB could have a chance to become head coach here if Ron doesn't manage game well. And and EB also has a chance, regardless, kind of like you said, when it comes to the head coaching change or not the head coaching, the ownership change. Mm-hmm. Let's say it doesn't happen as soon as we all think, okay. which is hopefully here within the next couple of weeks. And then in March, we get the official voting and then you have, you know, a quick turnover because mm-hmm. the, the owner wants to make a splash. They're not going to run, you know, one year under Ron Rivera and a lame duck season. Um, but so it doesn't none of that happens. We don't get this and the new owner until much later. Okay. Okay. So we do get Ron Rivera and mm-hmm. EB does sign on and Sam Howell has a, a good year, a productive year, mm-hmm. but the team maybe doesn't do well. You mm-hmm. know, another seven and 10 type season. Doesn't he have a shot if, if Sam Howell does well at becoming the head coach? Nope. Under new ownership? You don't think so? Nope. Zero. Zero zero point one because you always got to have at least a little bit. No, of course he's he's not gonna. They're gonna bring in a guy under the regime that they just blew out because no, just because the offense wasn't the problem though in this situation. Offense did well. Your young QB performed well, and uh, and you never know. By the way, commandees absolutely. Uh, The double paychecks is a good reason to come here to Washington. Sign a five year deal, you know, guaranteed. Make sure that's guaranteed money. Knowing that you're going to get cut, I, I'll do that. Mm, okay, I, I mean, I <laughs> guess so, but he can, yeah. But and by the way, that it doesn't work that way. Can I can I just add that it doesn't work that way? If you let's just say, for example, he gets five years, five million total, right? Which is probably what an offensive coordinator coordinator gets nowadays—a million a year, something like that. Right? More than that for your Maybe. elite ones. He'll make more than a million a year, yes. Okay, let's, but let's just say it's a million dollars a year, okay? And they fire him after one year, okay? And then he goes to Houston to be the offensive coordinator. He doesn't get double the paychecks. That's not how it works in the NFL, okay? The difference between what he made here and what he makes in his new spot is covered by the old team. So if he gets $2 million over there and he's under contract here, He'll get two million, but Washington has to pay one million of it. They don't get double paychecks. That's not how it works in the NFL. Okay, they when you get another job now, if he wants to sit home, he can collect the five, the million dollars every year. But if he goes and gets another job, it offsets. That's yeah. how it works in the NFL for coaches. A lot of people don't realize that, so there is no double or whatever. It's it's Let's why say, some coaches will just take a year off or go right. to the college ranks because then that doesn't matter. And then they can right. pull on that check for, for not yeah. doing anything for the team. Now, a lot of people seem to be complimenting you in, uh, in your thought process. Oh here. yeah. Right. The, yeah. The four one four though. I was right after killing me. So yeah, you know, it <laughs> all evens out. The four one four though says the very reasons you are speaking stoner could very well be said about any offensive coordinator, in my honest opinion. Mm. It's a one year for any guy to accept the the OC position. And as has been mentioned, the Chiefs are promoting Matt Nagy, no doubt. Okay. So he's not staying not in Kansas tr- City. He's got to move on. Not true. Why not Washington? Well, that's not true. If you have other guys who are stepping up in the game or are without a job, who are desperate. They're not desperate, but you know what I mean? Like a, um, the guys that we talked about before, the Zampezi, 
That's a promotion for him. That's totally different than a lateral move for a guy who's trying to become a head coach. That's the whole difference between those. So if you get a Zampezi or a Shermer, who I think was a quarterback's coach this past year, he has been or, an OC, but he he was a, he was right this a, past year he was hmm. he was a quarterback. So he's trying to work his way back up. So that's the difference. If some of those guys get the job, but or Greg Roman, who is currently out of a job, and I guess technically Bienemy is, but if nothing works out for him, I'm sure. Andy Reid will bring him back for for to be the OC again, but that's the difference between uh, Eric Bieniemy coming here and another guy getting a job. So that's kind of where I where I say uh, where I kind of counter what uh, the four one one four one four was saying. By the way, uh, Pat Shermer uh, was the offensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos in 2020, 2021. What was not, he last year? Was he even not a, seeing where he so was last year? He was out in the street. Yeah. Yeah. Not out, not on the Wikipedia. I thought I could have sworn he had uh, a role last year. So they'll, so but. those other guys, they'll take that OC job because it, it's, it's again, as I said, they're on their way. They're trying to climb their way back up, but nobody's going to, I don't think that's why I think it's crazy for the enemy to come here. It's not really a promotion and it's putting yourself in a bad position for your career. Sure. And I just don't not see necessarily going to give you that opportunity to prove yourself. Now, yeah. now these are all reasons why you'd be crazy. I think anybody has to be crazy to come to Washington stoner. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say they all forgo those things. They all f- forget all this extra stuff. Who do you want? Who Who is it that you want to see calling plays for, Sam Howe or QB one for Washington with an offense that we thought was going to be pretty darn good last year. Yeah. Well, so who do I want between those two? No kind of who's available right now. Yeah. Who do you want? That's that's out there that they've interviewed. I mean, they've interviewed a dozen or so candidates at this point. Yeah. I think most of them are are gone. I think Mm -hmm. like the, the Thomas Davis, I think he's got a job and Studesville. I think he's got, you know, guys like that. I think, of course, Zampezi is available. Uh, of course, Roman is available. Shermer might. I think Shermer's still available. And then EB, right? If it was my choice and none of this other crap played into it, I'd want the guy who's been who's won two Super Bowls with the most prolific offense, maybe in the history of the NFL, and has worked under the most prolific offensive coach in the NFL for the last five or six years. Of course, I'd want Eric Bieniemy. Something had to rub off from Andy Reid to him at some point, whether his duties were calling every single play or not. He's been there. He's been in that building, and they've been super successful. He's won two Super Bowls in four years. It it is funny to me because teams are more willing to – you know, promote a tight end coach or a running back coach into an offensive coordinator position than take their chances with – with uh, Bienemy, who maybe ha- you know hasn't been calling plays or whatnot, but like you said, he's been in the room with the successful offense. I think they ranked top five. Now, granted, they have you know this generation's you know best quarterback, Goat. yeah, right, mm-hmm. and and Patrick Mahomes, but still the offense is humming with with Bienemy in that position. So you yeah. gotta go with that, right? Now 
there are some merits, I think, to to the others. I think uh, Roman, you know, could really do something with the running attack, and you'd probably be able to make use of of uh, Sam Howell's legs. You know, I saw I saw some inter- an interesting stat. I wish I would have saved it. Uh, Washington was fourth in rushing attempts, but like twenty eighth in like the efficiency. Mm. Greg Roman fixes that. Maybe maybe that you can double dip Stoner. What about EB as offensive coordinator and uh, Roman comes Roman. in as the run game? Like coordinator, and maybe Zampezi is the passing game coordinator, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that. Bring in, bring in as much as you can, as much knowledge as you can to try and get this uh, quarterback situation figured out. Yeah, I think yeah, Zampezi's biggest, that. biggest thing is that Sam Howell, you know, has worked with him, and you probably mm. are able to bridge that second year a little bit better for the QB who you're going to be thrusting into a, a QB one position. And, and then Pat Shermer, I really didn't have anything good to say about him. Yeah. So if you can think of something, oh, let I got me know. nothing for him. But, <laughs> but and I think Roman would probably be pretty good. But he, like you said, he's kind of a run game guy. He's mm-hmm. a tight end. You know, uh, work your tight ends and your running game and all that. As Shane Steichen said when he took the job, where did he take the job? Arizona? Is that where he no, took Indianapolis. The for, Indianapolis. Uh, yep. Yeah, what did he say when when he got there? He said, "You pass to score points, and you run to like finish the game or whatever. Win the game, yeah. To win the game, right? That's what offensive football is. The in the NFL mm-hmm. in the last ten years, that's what it's turned into. You pass to score, you run to win, and so I want passing first, and then run game. I don't care about the." Sorry, I don't care about the Brian Robinsons and the and the Gibsons of the world. I care about care about. You the didn't McCorns get killed for that uh, that opinion. I was surprised. No, that, I you had a lot of people come to come to your defense on that one. Uh, I'm going to address this real quick from from Michael. Michael saying, uh, "I have heard the enemy doesn't interview well." I, I think a lot of us have heard that. Now, mm-hmm. I want to point out though, a lot of us have heard it because somebody just kind of threw it out there, right? Yeah. He he's interviewed for a lot of head coaching positions he's been left out and people said there's got to be something maybe he doesn't interview well, what well. is it well what and, is and, it then? and that's but that's what people that's what happened was someone was just like well maybe he didn't interview well and then yeah. that's what people are like yeah he didn't he doesn't interview well he doesn't yeah, interview well and that became kind of the the truth of it yeah, yeah. we don't we don't know that we don't know that that's the case um there is well, something to it there's a lot of smoke there i'm not gonna say i'm, I'm super excited about if eb comes to mm-hmm. washington but I mean, you, you got to be able to score more than 20 points a game. He's had 17 head coach interviews, 17, and he's 0 for 17. Something, there's something. Now, he's had some issues in his past, but that was 20 years ago. Sure. He, he had a bunch of them, but they were just, you know, he's matured, obviously. He, he hasn't had those issues, but still, why is he 0 for 17? And and, and somebody said, uh, you know, both coordinators for Philadelphia got jobs, right? And they lost the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And Eric Bieniemy won his second in four years, and he doesn't have a head coaching job. Oh, why? Well, there's something there that's not out in the public. I don't think it's because he doesn't interview well. After a certain point, you look at what he's done, and you just say he should get hired simply by the merits of what you see on the field. But there's something. there's something there. Yep. Why 
There's, two there's, coordinators from the losing team get head coaching jobs. He doesn't get a sniff, and he won for the second time. Second time in four years, five successful years in a row as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, there's. I def, I'm not saying there's not smoke there. I'm just saying that I don't know. The the interview thing just started off because someone happened to say it, and then it just yeah. stuck. Uh, yeah. But there is there's a lot of question marks there. We'll see who Washington does, and we'll be talking about uh, who Washington picks later. Now, Stoner, I yep. uh, I, I happen to notice you're uh, sporting some uh, some Sparty gear there. Uh, yeah, man. Obviously, a decision on on your part, and I know you want to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I just wanted to throw a little support out to uh, Spartan Nation. Um, you know, with the d- tragic events that happened earlier this week, where three students were were killed uh, on campus with that little that that shooting. Um, and I just want to throw a little support out to uh, all those who are there. I've got family um, all over in that area. In fact, um, I believe I have three or four. Um, uh, what what do you call it? Like when your cousins have kids, are they like your second cousins? Yeah, I think they're second they cousins. Yeah. So your cousins' kids. Yeah. So I have like three or four who are you know currently students at Michigan State. Are their cousins once removed? That's the whole. Yeah, see, thing. I don't. I don't know. Whatever it is. My cousin's kids, I have uh, three or four of them at least that are there, um, students, current students there. And, you know, they're all okay, obviously. Um, But it's just a scary situation. And what really struck me, and I don't know if you noticed this, but um, there was one student who was was there, was like when they were doing interviews, they were standing in the background, that was part of a mass shooting in high school just Mm. last year. From Oxford High School in Michigan, right? Survived that, and now is dealing with this. And then there was another student. The shooting happened right across the street from her, right? She was in elementary school in Newtown, Connecticut, when that school, you know, had that whole issue, the mass shooting in 2012. And now she's reliving it again. She's gotten out of that town. She goes to college, and it happens again. And we're not going to get all political here, but, you know, Jesus, some something's got to – this is out of control. Just want to throw a little shout-out to Spartan Nation and show a little support. Our hearts and thoughts are out there with them. I'm not going to even end it on a message of, uh, of for the channel support, but we do appreciate all those who have supported our channel. Of course, we are live every Wednesday at 7.30 here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter and wherever you support us, we do appreciate it as we are also audio platforms as well. And you'll catch us tomorrow talking about our next QB. So you can check that out right here on YouTube. But until next time, Eric Bianami, OC, mark it down. Be a fan.